Shadeology podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi. So we have a couple of interesting stories. Yeah. One is listener submitted. One I found on Facebook, and we're going to start with that one. Okay. And it's the story of a woman who made a match on Tinder. She exchanged some messages with this guy, and the guy asked her, she's a stylist, and the guy asked her what salon she worked at. Now, that is very, it's too specific of a question to ask somebody. You can't be, you can't ask pointed, like, specific questions like that without freaking somebody out Yeah. so early in the conversation. I would agree. And she replied and said, oh, I don't typically give out that information. Right. And so they exchanged a few more messages. And she ghosted him. Mm-hmm. A few weeks later, she's at her salon. She's working. And isn't it a few months later? Actually, is it? Was it a few months later? It is. Yeah. It was some some time in the future. She's working, and this guy walks into the salon where she's working, and thinks that it's cute that he did this. And it turns out that he found her because he looked at the distance that was listed under her profile, meaning she was, you know, two miles away. And he did a search for salons in that location. Yes. And searched all of their staff pages. All of their staff pages. So this wasn't a, I go to a website and I look at all their pictures. She ended up first initially going to the police. And of course the police were dicks about it. And she then finally got the attention of a detective who called the guy to let him know, you can't do this. You can't show up at someone's work like this. And the guy... he showed up to confront her, basically, right? He he showed up to confront her. Enough time had elapsed that she didn't recognize him when he walked in. Right. And he showed up specifically to ask, why aren't you dating me? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. So the, the... detective calls this guy and is basically telling him you you know you can't do this and the guy responds to the detective and essentially says well she shouldn't have left me on red right so when we talk mail what would you say incel says what incel says what When we talk about male entitlement, this is a classic example of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you now listen to what the, what the detective said. Yeah, so since he mentioned finding your bio, I jumped on the website just to see exactly how he did it to trace his steps. Yeah. Did you know you can't even see the bios and pictures until you actually attempt an appointment? You have to click on the website, click on make an appointment, click on what type of appointment you want, click on the time, etc. before you even see anyone's picture or bio. It's about seven clicks into the site before you see anything. So no wonder it took him months to track her down. Right. Oh my God. It's just, it just... That's dedication. That is dedication. And I ended up writing a post about this where I discussed how you stalker-proof your dating profile okay. because you have to be, you have to think in terms of keywords and words that can be used to find you online. 
So when you're talking about what you do for a living, and I say this for men and women, I think it's best because unfortunately people have stunningly bad boundaries. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't remember. It was about two months ago, three months ago, I was having a very, very bad um, migraine and my phone rings and it was a woman and she said, um, you know, can I speak to Kristen? And I said, speaking. And she said, I was signed up to go to a speed dating event last year, but I had to cancel because I was sick. Now I have a doctor's note. Uh, is there a way I can get a credit? And in my mind, I'm thinking, did you seriously just call me about this? On last my whole- year? <laughs> that was last year. Okay. And I must have sent a text, like a text reminder to people and she had my number Hmm. and just the idea I was so bothered by that and unnerved by it that I never responded to her because I thought that's creepy. That scares me. She she probably thought she was calling a a business, right? Maybe very possibly, but at the same time, it was a year ago. Yeah, that's weird. And our cancellation policy is very clear. Last minute cancellations, you don't get a credit or it's just, no, you canceled, you bailed. That's it. So uh, people's boundaries are just really bad. And people's entitlement, especially white men, their entitlement is scary bad. And so one of the things I pointed out is unfortunately now, I think people need to hide their distance on their, on their bios. Okay. And if you don't want to hide your distance, what you might want to do is work in a reference of being out of town, being at a family member's house, making it clear that whatever distance they see is not where you actually are. are. Okay. And not to, you know, and people also, they circumvent these these platforms and they'll go onto social media to find you. You know, a lot of these platforms, you can see their name. And I always tell people use a variation of your name. If it's a unique name, now I have a unique name and I can't tell you how many people just went around, went around, went through Instagram, went through Facebook and contacted me and don't do that. (laughs) Don't ever think like, Oh, well you're on, you're on social media. So you're right. Right. You know, people think that because, well, we're all public. Yes, but there's still a protocol to follow. Right. You still, you don't do that. And if somebody stops replying, you know, we, we've said this before (laughs) with a little nudge, if somebody stops replying, they're not interested, let it go. Yep. Don't answer. answer. No answer is your answer. Move on. Don't follow up. Don't put pressure on them and don't get so angry that you show up at their job. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, I I just found that so frightening and so maddening that, oh, now we have to hide our distance and now we have to do this and we have to change our names and and the amount of steps that we have to take to protect ourselves. And by we, I'm, I'm meaning women here, you know, guys, I always think, you want to protect your privacy as well, but the, the threat just is not the same. It's not. So please don't try and, and make it the same because it's just not. Uh, you don't hear a lot of stories about 
men being killed by their exes. And I'm sure somebody's going to send me a link to a story. Great. (laughs) I have about 20 for your one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, Let me see. So from the post, for all the incels in the comments talking shit or claiming a crime wasn't committed, yes, actually stalking and harassment is a crime because I now have a police report and upcoming IPO if I so choose. Also, fuck you. People who are trying to downplay what this guy did, that too is utterly disturbing. You don't... I just don't understand how anybody can justify it other than there's such an extreme sense of entitlement. I mean, for me, it's it's the months and months. I mean, it's also the, the layers of concealment that he went through to find her. Mm-hmm. But, like, just, man, that dedication for months. And also, too, she made On it very... App, she made it, else. she made it so clear, I don't want to give you that information. Oh, Luca, she made it so clear she didn't want to give out that information. And I'm telling you, that's why he did it, because he knew she felt uncomfortable giving out that information. So he was going to do something to unnerve her as payback. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. So let's talk about how to stalker proof your profile. And we'll start with hiding your distance. And then we're going to talk about. Uh, if you have a unique name, use a variation of it. So if it's Catherine with a C, you can change it to Catherine with a K. I wouldn't mm-hmm. change it to a completely different name because then you have to have an awkward conversation about why you used a fake name. Think in terms of keywords. Talk about your industry. Don't talk about your specific job. Yeah. You know, don't say you're a writer, say you're a creative type. You know, don't say you're a a bartender, say you work in hospitality. Okay. Things like that. So that's super vague. I was, I mean, I would have just said like, don't say where you work, obviously, but we're we're even obfuscating it more. (laughs) It's, it doesn't take much for people to find you. And you just, you use the word determined. If they are determined to find you, they will. Yeah. So uh, variation of the name. Think in terms of keywords, make a mention in your messages about not being where you are to, to throw somebody off. Uh, you know, and this too, this is another reason why I like Zoom is because you don't have to give out any contact information. You can just send yes. the link through the app. Uh, can you think of anything else? Um, I mean, I think that's it other than maybe like don't... Um take photos that give away your location. Either. Yeah. I, I, and I tell people, I think it's a great idea to link your social media you to your profiles. A lot of these dating platforms ask people or invite people to link their social media, which I think is a good idea because it's sort of, ironically, it's an extra level of proof that you are real, but at the same yeah. time, depending on what you share. Right. So create profiles, specific and unique strictly for your create uh, social media profiles strictly for your dating profile so that you can curate both of them in a way that doesn't give away your location or your name or where you hang out or your friends or because the way people are on Instagram and the way they they troll through your your followers 
to mm-hmm. figure things out. And I've done this. I've totally done this where they, they go through your followers to try and figure out, okay, who's maybe they're I did, they dating them. And is that their friend? And, Oh, they tagged this person. So I'm going to follow them and I'm going to mm-hmm. follow all their friends so that if anything gets posted about this person, I'm going to know right away. Yeah. Yeah. So don't follow anybody. Don't friend anybody. It's just, and don't, don't friend request people that you don't, that haven't explicitly asked you to follow them. You know, I've seen that too, where they look somebody up on Facebook and we all do it, but you never tell somebody that you did it. This is a, I mean, I hadn't thought about this, but this is, this does raise an interesting question. Like when do you, when do you follow each other? After after the third date? You know, I, I think social media now, I think, is it's sort of one of the new milestones. It's not new. I mean, this has been a few years now. But social media, it's very, some people are very private, you know, especially if they have a close, if they have an open page, then do you really even have to follow them? You can just go to their page. True. But if they're private, and you can't see anything, I would, I don't even know that I would ask somebody. I I don't think that I, I don't know. I might, I think after a while, if it was somebody that was active on social media, I'd want to follow them. And so I would say, Hey, you know, what's your, what's your, um, what's your Instagram handle? Mm -hmm. But I would probably wait until I knew we were seeing each other regularly. And it, you know, it became, a, it became a, uh, something that was expected and planned and consistent. And I knew that there was, we were going somewhere because when, when you request somebody's social media early on, let's say after, before you even meet or after a couple of dates, everybody knows why you're doing it. It's because yes. you want to do your recon. Yes. Right. You, you want to see who if there are pictures of the exes and let me see, do they have any female or male friends and blah, blah, blah. And so everybody knows that. And that's why so many people are protective of their social media pages. And so I would, uh, you know, understand that people are, people do feel that that's private and that, that, that a trust needs to be earned before you get to that point. And don't be offended if, somebody doesn't automatically accept your request, I would talk about it first. I wouldn't just send a request. Even if I had been dating, if you know, we've been dating, you know, gone on a few dates, yeah. I would wait until. So it sounds like this is like the precursor to the, are we monogamous conversation? Yes. Yeah. It's a new step. It's fun. <laughs> it's a new step. Yeah. As time goes on, it's a new, now it used to be, we just had the, the talk and now we have the social media talk. Yeah. <laughs> Right now we have that where we have to, and the thing is, is that you have to pretend that you don't know if they have one. Hey, do you have an Instagram page? When you know they have one, you kind of have to play stupid, right? Because if you've already looked it up and you know it exists, (laughs) yeah, you know, you, it's just so tiring. (laughs) So yeah, never let somebody know that you were like looking, I, that always used to creep me out. When people used to tell me, I always expected it, but when people would tell me they looked me up, that just made me feel so exposed. Hmm. You know? Well, you've, oh, I mean, you've traditionally put more of yourself on the internet than the average social media user. 
Mm -hmm. So I get that. Yes. It's an unlevel, it's an uneven playing field. Yes. Right. I don't, I don't think it's super creepy for like, if you've been out, even if, even just once, like if you agreed to go out again, I don't think it's creepy for one person to be like, hey, I looked you up. Because it, it is just a fact of life, you know? Mm-hmm. You're both doing it. <laughs> one of you might as well admit it. Um, if, again, it's an evil, an even or equal playing field. Yeah, it's it, th- that was always something that's very difficult. And when you do have any sort of presence and at this point now so many people have a presence whether it's on tiktok or whether it's on instagram or twitter or a blog or medium or whatever yeah we're also public you know your linkedin page oh you used to work for blah 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 we have so there's so much information at our fingertips now that i think for me you know five years ago or eight years ago when i was far more public it was very difficult to maintain an even playing field because people knew so much about me and I knew nothing about them. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like we're, uh, we're, we're a little bit, we're getting a little bit closer to being even. Sure. Sure. So I think it depends in this case on like how much research they do. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Are we talking, you going beyond the page three of Google? Right. Then you're a creep. I think that's a good rule. Now, I'm not talking, I'm talking before the first date. That I feel like this deep, deep dive that some people do, I think is ridiculous. I've never liked it. I mean, before a first date, why are you taking the time? That's a waste of your time. Right. Why are you so invested? And if you, yeah. if you're going that deep, it must be because something isn't sitting right with you. So just listen to that. That should yeah. be enough. But yeah, I, yeah I, I just, oh, and I went, then I went to Facebook and then I saw this and I clicked through that photo. And I can remember reading stories in that ridiculous Facebook group I belonged to a couple of years ago. What was it called? Something about Virginia Wolf. Something about Virginia Wolf. Jesus, what a train wreck. And these women were talking about, oh, and then I went to his page and then I clicked on this photo and then I went to her page and then I saw this and do you not hear yourself? Oh, and then I went into his bathroom and I saw feminine hygiene products and they were just sitting there. No, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. You lo- you went looking for it. Yeah. They weren't just sitting there. <laughs> so yeah, that the level to which people go snooping is, it creeps me out. And I think it's indicative of deeper issues. And I just, that's why I say, don't, don't tell anybody that you do this stuff. Maybe your closest friends, but that's it. Yeah. Even though everyone does it, I think we're all doing it at different uh, levels of depth. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I have to say, I don't, I just, I don't, although (laughs) about back in 2011, uh, I went out with somebody and we were, it was our first date and he said to me, so did you Google me? And I said, no. And I thought, oh, that's a little weird, but it, I didn't really think much of it. <laughs> and then about, I don't know, well, maybe like two months later, three months, I don't know. We had dated for about three months, very mm-hmm. casually. And after we broke up, we would still keep in touch and we would talk. And he said, 
um, have you ever Google? He said to him, we were talking about a specific topic. I'm trying to be evasive so that I don't give away his identity. Mm-hmm. But it, it was pertaining to something that he's associated with. And he said, have you, have you really never Googled me? And I said, no, I, should I? I said, what, what, you know, and then I got, uh, I was on the phone with him and I'm like, boop, 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 boop. And I'm like, holy shit. I said, are you serious? Cause I found out who he was. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it sounds like you, maybe you should have Googled him. <laughs> well, it's, it's nothing bad. It's actually something very good. He's, he's just, whatever. He's just a smart, he's a really smart guy. And it just never occurred to me. Like when someone says, hey, did you Google me? There's usually a reason why they're saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Or they usually want you to. (laughs) Poor guy. He must have been so bummed. (laughs) I know. Yeah. (laughs) But in any case, um, don't tell people you did it on the first date or two. It It just makes people feel, I think it really creeps people out. You know, boundaries are getting... Or they want you to Google them. Or they want you to Google them. not great either. Uh, Boundaries have been really blurred now because we're so accessible. Everybody thinks it's okay. Well, we're public. Well, it's out there. Uh, Right. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's why you got that phone call about the refund from a year ago. Right. Convinced. Right. So, in any case, when it comes to online dating and... Just don't, just know, understand what bo- what boundaries are in place and don't cross them. <laughs> Please okay. don't cross them because it's very unsettling and unnerving. And if someone leaves you on read, oh, well, move on. You are not entitled to a response. And this, this is the thing. And this, again, something else I see with that nudge person. She feels entitled to a response. Yes, she does. She very much does. She feels entitled to a response. And whenever a guy blows her off, like she doesn't allow a man to ever change his mind. She would rather go out with someone who's lukewarm about her than allow him to reject her. And if mm-hmm. the tables were turned and that was a guy who would follow up or if that was a guy who got upset at a woman for canceling last minute we probably would have something different to say. Like if he got angry or upset or we'd probably yes. say, Oh, he's crazy. Yes. So yeah. And don't, just don't embarrass yourself. Honestly, I know you think you're doing something bold and heroic when you put someone in their place and say, Hey, that was really unfair. But the fact that they did it to you in the first place means they don't care. So it's just going right. to go, it falls on deaf ears. Don't do it. Uh, be careful. Hide your distance be more be vague about identifiable information about yourself think in terms of keywords i'll post the link to the to the post in the notes but let's move on to our listener question and this comes from steve okay we met on bumble after the third date we spent the night together after that we spent the next four to five months together dinners probably twice per week took a weekend trip Seemed like things were going well. We even had STD STD tests so we could be intimate without using protection. After one night, we never had a you stay in the night, you stay the night understanding. It was more if either of us had an early morning for work or picking up kids, etc. 
one night after being in bed, quote, and I'm assuming he means after having sex, I fell asleep. She woke me up and rudely said, you can't stay here tonight. Since I was half asleep, I dressed and left a little upset. She dressed quickly and walked me to the door. I sent her a text a few days later expressing that her actions were not nice, but whatever. Then silence. She then texted me on Thanksgiving. Usual, great to hear from you, happy Thanksgiving, etc. I did not initiate any further contact. Then on Christmas, I received a Merry Christmas, etc. text message. I then asked, do you want to keep on seeing each other? She replied, I'm not looking to rekindle anything, etc. I replied, I understand, but honestly, I never really... I never really committed to our relationship, but I think we're a great match mentally, physically, etc. She replied, I need to embark on a journey of self-discovery. Yikes. Hmm. Teal Swan. Very Teal Swanny. love that journey for you. I love that journey for you. Guess I should chalk it up to a great time and move on, but I feel that because I ended it and she only kept texting me so she could be the one that, that ended it, I'm at a loss as I feel that there was a was potential. She attended a family wedding with me, weekend spent together in Maine, etc. It's been a year and I've moved on, but not sure why what went wrong. Still wondering. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what I think. I think it's very important that he noted that he fell asleep and that he was asleep when she woke him up. Because what I think is somebody else was coming over. That's what it seems like. (laughs) That's what it seems like to me, right? That's what it seems like. And I also think that she kept in touch with this guy, like she was keeping him in her orbit. Mm -hmm. You know, this relates to another post that I wrote this week about why does somebody say, I'd really like to be friends. You know, a guy wrote in and he said, I went out with a woman three times. We had sex. And then after that, she told me she wasn't feeling it, but that she wanted to be friends. And he said, I thought she was just trying to let me down easy. And it turns out just a few days later, she sent a text saying, hey, do you want to meet up for coffee? And he was busy and he couldn't do it. And so Mm -hmm. she asked to try and reschedule. And he said, I haven't responded yet because I just find this kind of odd. (laughs) You know, a lot of people think it's odd when men and women are friends. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Well, and it, and it certainly can be. And I just think there's there's no mystery in that case. Right. In that case, she's not into you, but she does enjoy you. She wants to be your friend. For her, it's not weird because she's not interested in you sexually. Uh, That's that one. <laughs> okay. See, I disagree with that. I disagree okay. with that. I, what, what do you I, think that one is? I think that it was a case of, and maybe I, I, I might be projecting just a, 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 a tad because I've gone through this. Okay. I, I think that it was a case of, I don't know what I want, but I know I don't want a relationship right now. And so I'm yeah, going we're to coming at this from different places. We're coming at this from different places. I'm, I'm coming at it from the place of objectivity I have been in. No, <laughs> nope, <laughs> not at all. Not at all objective about this one. Specifically thinking of a certain dude that really wanted this to happen. And I was like, I think you're really nice and funny. <laughs> 
bro. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, friends. And I, I, but I think that that's go- what's going on in this letter. And see, here's the thing. I'm not opposed to staying friendly with someone that I went out on two and three dates with, or even or certainly sure. staying friendly with an ex, someone that I had a substantive relationship with. I think that time is necessary for things to kind of cool down a bit and Mm. you know that time and distance (laughs) unless one person's already cool okay (laughs) okay okay i mean it could very well be the sex was bad but it it, i just see here's the thing if i knew that somebody was into me we've already talked about this we're going to be repeating ourselves we are going to disagree again we're going to disagree again (laughs) if they're into me and i'm not into them and they propose spending time together, I'm going to say no, mm-hmm. because I know they're still into me. If there was some time and some distance, I might say, okay, yeah, sure, because there's been time to move on and time to sort of let things go and, and whatnot. The immediate, hey, let's hang out, eh, you can't really expect that of somebody, that's not fair. Yeah. You know, you can't reject somebody and then say two days later, hey, buddy, let's hang out, especially after you've already <laughs> slept together. No, that definitely needs some time. What I think was going on in this letter yeah. is that she was juggling multiple options. Yes. And she was keeping him around yes. in case one of the, the main option fell through. And so when he said, hey, you know, do you want to start seeing each other again? She said, no, 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 that's, I'm not trying to rekindle anything. Well, no, you're, she's, she's not trying to rekindle anything, but she is trying to stoke the flame a bit to yeah. keep him around as, as a spare, a pair sure. and a spare, as they would talk about. And that's what I think was going on here. And I think men and women do this equally. Mm-hmm. where they keep you around because they're not really sure if they want to move on and they you know yeah they're not sure they like you but they don't want a relationship but they know that sometime in the future they're probably going to want a relationship and okay. so I'm not going to fully cut this off and that's the other reason why people ghost right yes. because they don't want to say hey I'm not into you I don't want to go out with you bye they want to leave that door <laughs> open so that they can say, oh, you know, something suddenly came up. My aunt died. Work got crazy. I'm so, so sorry. And so that there's still that window and there's still that opportunity to slide back into your DMs. Yeah. And I think that's what's going on. I think we're, we're actually talking about two kind of similar things here. Because don't you think it's something? Well, I don't, I don't know if men do this, but I think that I'm not the only woman <laughs> who has done this. Which is, you know, you have you have a guy that, like, you should be into. <laughs> but you're just, you're, there's not exactly working. Mm-hmm. But, like, you kind of need more time to see if, like, maybe you could be into him. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing objectively wrong. It's just something is not clicking into place. Right. And I think you're, you're phrasing that as, like, don't want a relationship right now. And I'm thinking of it more as, like, Maybe I could develop being into you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm super guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I've done that a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> yes. I think that there, yes, there are those two, there's two different takes on this. 
there is the it's not i'm not saying it's great to do that right but you know what humans are complex we don't always it's not <laughs> malicious we're trying to do the right thing by everybody we think we're doing the right thing by everybody when we do mm -hmm. this you know oh i can remain friends with them and as long right. as we don't kiss or have sex it's okay yes but, you know it, it really isn't well some people might call that leading someone on some people might. I would be one of those people. <laughs> I think that it's, mm -hmm. you know, even if you're not physically, you're not getting, having any sort of physical thing, if you know that this person had feelings for you and you hang out as friends, it's, it's just, it's going to be very complicated and it's just not going to be fair to them. Give them some space so that they can cut, they can get over it and they can, they have a chance to meet somebody else and, and whatnot. Uh, but I also think it's very possible that someone might not be ready for a relationship and really like this person, but feel as though I'm just not in a place to be obligated or, or have a full-time relationship right now. It's just not something I can do, but I like this person so much that I don't want to let them go. Right. And so, and I'm, I mean, I, you said a couple seconds ago, like there's probably nothing malicious behind that, but it's definitely selfish. Yes. Because the appeal is, like, obviously, it's great to hang out with someone who is super into you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously, that's attractive on some level. Mm -hmm. Right? So keeping that person around to be like, mm, may you know, maybe, maybe I could convert this uh, ego boost I'm feeling into genuine feeling is definitely different than what you're saying, which is, I think we should be friends. <laughs> It's so, I mean, I would argue that it is actually usually malicious. It's just not as malicious as like, you know, stalking or harassing someone. Right. Yeah, I, I see that. So, Steve, Steve-O, what I think is going on here is that she was keeping you around and yes. whatever thing that she had with the, whoever she was seeing was unsteady and she didn't know where it was going and she was keeping you around. That's what I think. Yes. But that night he was coming over. But that night he was coming over and that's why she kicked you out. She was probably yeah. dating multiple people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. See, and this is, and I, you know, bless your heart, dude. It's like that never occurred to him. Well, women don't do that. Women do it all the time. Women do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Men have not cornered the market on juggling multiple partners, my my dude, no. my friend. I, I'm a big advocate of juggling. Yes. Why I, wouldn't you? If you have the option, if you have, what is it? What was that line? If you, whatever. I don't know what it is. It's from a movie. Um, okay. Partake. <laughs> I would partake in that activity. And he, it, it, a year later, it doesn't appear to have still occurred to him that she could have there could have been somebody else i think there probably could have been <laughs> that there probably was <laughs> so dude you were number two and that's Which what is was not bad it's right that's hey look bad. it's only one spot from one you weren't like yeah. your number five you were getting two yeah. nights a week some other dude was getting two nights a week maybe mm -hmm. more She's got to have some me time. You know? Right. But, but yeah. to make you, make you feel better, if the relationship was going well, she wouldn't have been keeping you around. 
If it wasn't go, oh yes, right. Yes, if she didn't. I, if she felt secure one. in the relationship, she wouldn't be dipping her right. toe back and, you know, stoking. And I remember I was reading that article about stashing. Fuck. If we have any more of these stupid terms, you know what I used to call it ten years ago? What it was? Backburner. It's like it's stashing, backburner, benching, ghosting, paper clipping, yeah. caspering. Get the fuck out of here. Paper clipping. Yeah. You know what that all of that is, Sarah? L- let me take you back in time, okay? We're, again, uh-huh. guess where I'm going to go? Manhattan, 2004. Or Picture. actually, Manhattan, 2002-ish. Okay. Miranda is talking to mm-hmm. Carrie and Charlotte mm-hmm. and that douchebag burger about a date that she had. And, oh, it was the end of the date, and we kissed goodnight, and I invited him up, and he had an early m- meeting. But... Yeah. He said no because he, you know, he had to leave the early. He had an early meeting, and so the girls were like, "Oh, that's great! He really likes you. He really respects you." And Burger is just sitting there, <clears throat> just sort of eating his burger. And she asks him, and he goes, "Yeah, um, he's just not that into you." That's remember, that's what that was the term we had for all of this bullshit. Yeah, the paper clipping and the case for Caspering and the benching. That just not that yeah. into you. No. We don't need all these cutesy phrases. We had it. This phrase turned the dating landscape on its head. Right? It changed my life. It changed people's <laughs> lives. And there's Miranda going after the two girls. I just want to save you some time. He's just not that into you. He's not going to call you. <laughs> Bitch, who does she think she is? He's totally going to call you. He's totally going to call you. Because <laughs> that's what your friends do right now. He's totally going to call you. And yeah. right. So uh, forget all these, the stashing and all this crap. Right, they're just not that into you, and you don't need any of these stupid terms. I don't know where. How was I making this connection between this and Steve? Well, uh, I, I mean, I have a connection to make because okay. the because I think you were saying that Steve was number two, right? And I said that's not a bad place to be, right? And you were saying, but it's still number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just not that into you, right? But I would add to this that. We don't always make the right choices. Right. <laughs> right. When we when we choose to rank our options, mm-hmm. we don't always choose the right thing. Right. So truly, being number two is no reflection on what you're bringing to the table. Right. Or, you know, the the truth of that relationship. Right. And I, that's <laughs> something... means someone chose something else. Right. And that's something I, I tell people in our uh, video dating, uh, the, the free advice session we did last week about video dating. Okay. When people get multiple matches at speed dating, a lot of times they focus on their first priority and they ditch the other two. And I said, don't do that. Oh, keep the contact each person. Hey, it was great to meet you. looks like we're a match. Open the lines of communication. Fine. It's fine to have a, it's okay to like prioritize these people. Just don't let them know you're doing it. Right. Keep... And don't assume that you're right every time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's why, because 50% of the time you've misread the situation. Right. You know, you know, the story of my, my first date with my now husband, right? No. I double booked him oh. and he was the lunch date. Oh. He was the lesser of the two promising options. Mm hmm. And I was wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's something else to keep in mind. What I said to the guy who wrote in about the woman who wanted to be friends. 
And I said, she very well might come around in a few weeks and say, hey, do you want to give this another try? And you can do that. And a lot of people might say, oh, I'm, not, I'm nobody's sloppy seconds. Newsflash, babe. We're we all somebody's <laughs> second option at one time or another. Yeah. We just don't and have concrete proof of it. That's, and that's not even bad. It's not bad. Number it, two is pretty good. Yeah. It's, it just means that maybe we misjudge somebody or... Right whatever right. doesn't mean we value doesn't mean we value you less it just means uh we want somebody else more i guess <laughs> well and sometimes it's like we make these decisions or rankings or whatever you want to call it based on the information we have right, right? at and the time so, right and so depending on what you've put in your dating profile oh. and what you have shared on dates someone else may be you know slightly pulling ahead but like that's that could change. That could change at any <laughs> moment. So uh, more than likely. <laughs> happening with Luca? Luca. She wants to go out. <laughs> that was very abrupt. <laughs> it's very abrupt. <laughs> that or she wants a treat. I don't know. Girl, you can't do that. Mama's working. So, Steve, more than likely you were number two. And that's what happened. And so she was keeping you around because she wasn't sure where the other relationship was headed. And it's yeah. okay to not know that. It's just kind of dickish to, you know, don't do that. Don't keep someone in, in your orbit uh, just because you're not ready to commit. Or do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my take on it. <laughs> we have two very, very different takes. All right, Sarah, any final thoughts? Sometimes your instincts are wrong. Sometimes your instincts are wrong. Sometimes you're number two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. okay. We're all number two. Yeah. Uh, okay, people, datologycoach.com. Follow us on Instagram at womenologypod.com. Datologycoach.com is the website. You can follow me at the, T-H-E, Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-A-N-M. At, on Instagram and Twitter and submit your letters. These letters are great. I'm excited to be getting back into this. And Sarah, you're adding so much insight to this. I'm so glad to be doing this with you. Thank you. Luca's contributing as well. Lucas, she's the third co-host. <laughs> yep, she's the Sophia of the Golden Girls, I think. Maybe the Rose. Dorothy, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Nah, not the Dorothy. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Luca, say goodbye. Woo! <laughs> Bye. <laughs>